0: Dear Ann Landers, my husband and Abby, I I is Abby, in
1: shock. I'm extremely We're upset. Years,
0: my son got married. An dear Ann Landis,
1: I'm very happy. I dear Abbott, I've never seen a woman here. She, 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 she
0: thinks way she too much of her son. She had to get married. Dear Pod.
1: Involved, blah, blah, what's, what's the, Give
0: me a job and you instantly get me involved.
1: So I, I was singing that this morning and Marcus is like, huh. I'm like, yeah. like." That's a
0: bad line.
1: He's like, so isn't that technically in her contract? So basically she'd just be honoring her contract. You would be involved because you just got the job. Of course. That's like a given. Yeah, I hired you. Yes, you're involved. This is your job.
0: If we're going to unpack this, and it looks like we're going to, <laughs> whether I like it or not, uh, I, I read it more as you get me involved with life, with community. She doesn't feel like she is a full person unless she is performing. Something I can really connect to. Uh huh. Because I'm dead inside right now. Right. But if you give me a job... In this industry in that fills me up, then you get me involved in life again. I have unpacked this more than any human ever should.
1: But she's specifically talking about this job, this line. Your line, Zach. So give me a job and I'm inst- and you instantly get me involved. Yeah, but which is contractually her job. Of course. I think you're
0: involved. looking at it too literally. I am looking at it emotionally. She
1: was literally pointing to a line on the ground because they all have to t- talk with their hands.
0: Uh huh. Yeah, we have to indicate. Right. Uh, well, it's it's so not.
1: Are you saying that they blur the lines of poetry and literal and
0: career and actual physical okay. career? Yes, exactly. Okay. If um, all I ever needed was the music and the mirror and the chance. To dance for you, for you, yeah. So if you give me this job, I promise you, I'm gonna show up.
1: Period. I mean, there's the legal that's thing. Yes.
0: <laughs> there's a legal aspect. That's that's,
1: the, that's my w- the one thing of well, you have to show up because I just paid you. There is a contract, and this is your this is why you're here. This is why you're at the audition process.
0: Well, and and uh, yes then or no? it's but it's more about like you get me involved. Back in this life, back in this community, back in my career, you get me involved. If you give me a job, then the rest of the crap will get solved. What crap is she talking about? Probably your
1: mortgage payments. That's what I'm saying.
0: But no, no, it's it's about it's about being present, being the artist that pain, needs rent, to pain, function. Rent, no, it's beyond rent.
1: her her basket of clothes from rainbow.
0: <laughs> it was strawberry back then, but okay. My bad. I love strawberry. I love disposable fashion. Listen,
1: I have a Lucille Roberts membership that needs to be paid. <laughs> if you louder. give me a
0: job, I could can, I can give them the $7.99 <laughs> that is required of me to work out with a bunch of women who are screaming in a fully padded room. Fully carpeted. Ceiling.
1: Um. So that's what I did okay, for so a you good did that. hour last night. And then, of course, I, there's a point in the night or the day where I just reenact just a sliver uh-huh. of music in the mirror. And then after that, I have to get my gun because I've just thrown both my shoulders out <laughs> okay. and I have slapped the center of my back so hard. <laughs>
0: Can we please – okay, <laughs> have you seen my video on it? I know we talked about the fact that I got Jules a massage gun and that the thing has drilled into my spine at this point. But it is a dangerous item. Nobody in this – it was like the item of the year. It was like the Christmas gift of the year. And none of us
1: – I think it's like it's the Christmas gift of the year, three, like three years running. Because Jesus. Because I think that everyone has been doing these at-home workouts and then they – then, then. But now the world we think we can up.
0: be PTs. We think we know physical therapy. Yes,
1: we think that we can go to Barry's boot camp and all will be right with the world. Where in fact, all most of us are in our forties, and it's like, hey, I'm gonna tap on you right now. You shouldn't be here anymore.
0: Exactly. You shouldn't be doing one armed push ups with your arm far behind you. You're gonna hurt yourself. And this is the danger of the. Um, of like YouTube tutorials making us all feel that we can do anything.
1: <laughs> yeah, And I love that. Because I thought the other day I could renovate my kitchen, which is a rental. <laughs> and I'm like, I can do this You don't this, mind
0: if I-, I change where this <laughs> sink is located, do you?
1: And what I, will that
0: do to my... Uh, I
1: have these grand ideas. My down like, payment. Oh, God. That YouTube. That really made it look quick.
0: Yeah. YouTube tutorials of like... There's like a, a kid in Japan who knows how to build their own massage gun. And now I watch it once, and I think I can do this.
1: Of course. Like,
0: Unofficial experts, right. you know? You're the
1: new Doogie Howser. I watch this girl. I watch these like home improvement tutorials, and it's always like that. Hey, guys, it's Stephanie. So I decided to repair my entire hallway and garage in one afternoon. I only have 35 minutes to do it, and here's how I did it. What she does, I was like, it was the most... T- <laughs> I don't know how she did it, because it's Well, they do literally... a speed
0: up video. So it's like a time lapse right. camera. But
1: the yeah. things that they do, like if you read the comments, people are like, all most of these steps are completely unnecessary. Why don't you just at this point she's like, What you're gonna need is and she's like this like Santa Claus list of supplies. <laughs> and by the end of it it's like, Well, you could have actually just bought the beadboard instead of making your own. <laughs> like
0: you know, we actually don't have to like Sew your own wallpaper. <laughs> it actually comes in rolls that you can put on that. So here's what you're going to want to do to make your own wallpaper. You want to, you're wanna going to want to find a small Filipino child, bring him back to the United States, train him on how to make you coffee, and that's just the start. Then you're going to get a set of pinking shears, and you're going to anally rape yourself. Like, And then you're like, what's going on? She's
1: like, so I just, what I easily did is I got this paint paint that I've never, ever seen sold in America. And it's really great because it does this stuff and blah, 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 It makes hats and, you know, it's... Uh, it
0: coddles you when you sleep.
1: Right. sings a whole score of Hello, Dolly. And, like, <laughs> and
0: then she, <laughs> she stains
1: all this shit back, front, sideways. And I'm like, that seems weird. And then you read the comments like, why is this woman staining all sides of this wood, if she's just going to glue Cover it together. Cover it with something. Like, yes. Yeah. It's
0: moronic. And then the creepy thing is that they're all doing it with those little, like, lav mics, but they're holding the lav mic like they're doing a cabaret at 54 below. Yes. It's weird. And then when they talk, they really talk like this, and they get really intense, and they get really close to the microphone, and then and they really talk really fast. And really fast, like Yeah. They were like, you have about 15 seconds to get any information to, through to any brain of any person who's watching this anywhere in the world.
1: And all these women... I, I applaud this are so skilled with the power tool that I'm like my, my balls shrank. And I'm like, I should be, I, first of all, I'm like, where is this garage in America? I've yeah. never seen these garages so big that, well, what I did was, and they she takes all these things apart and then they do it in a room that has nothing in a garage. It's like a garage's garage. It's like your basements, basements, basement. Yeah. Yeah. There's nothing in this garage except for an open space where they can redo all of the dressers in their house. Uh-huh. I'm like, and these people keep redoing dressers. I'm like, I need to see the bedrooms where all these dressers are.
0: <laughs> it's just like, a whole <laughs> house and dressers. How much do you need to store? How many clothes do you have? Do you have an
1: orphanage? or babies in these drawers? What's happening? Yeah,
0: there's a real like feminist tool movement happening right now. And and you can get, like, a little toolkit, and it's pink. And I'm telling you right now, Julesy, you get that from me, the divorce is final. Wow. You don't want me touching power tools.
1: So are you saying that the divorce is on its way or in process and that that'll finalize it?
0: I think we should move on. Oh, okay. Um there's, yeah, notarized okay. papers. Okay. Okay. Uh, and the other thing that's trending right now is the motivational speakers. <laughs> and they kind of do the same thing. It's like it's a lot of reels and TikToks of, of people. Because it's like it's, this is the motivational time of year. Am I keeping you up? Julesy's just yawning in my face. Live at the Acropolis. It's on its way. The papers are on its way. Yawning. <laughs> 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 and it's the people that are like, yeah, here's, here's the thing. You have just one life to live, and if you spend all of it comparing yourself to other people, and so then just like sort of talk, talk, and it's real close, and you know, my hairdresser is sharing these things all the time, which I'm like, you need to tap the brakes on sharing these weird <laughs> inspirational motivational speakers, and then every now and then they'll drop a Jesus in there, and then I'm like, swipe, nope, you've lost me.
1: So one person attributed this quote to Oprah Winfrey.
0: Oh, please say, and it's it, like Thomas Edison. No, no
1: if God is a DJ, then life is a dance floor. And 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 she shared it, and it's like unknown. I'm like, unknown? Woman, you have more homosexuals following you. How has no one corrected you? That is a pink song. And what does this have to do with you and your garden? I don't know.
0: I believe it was Abraham Lincoln who said, groove is in the heart. (laughs) (laughs) And I have put it on a pillow, and I remind myself every day that that's where groove is.
1: Maya Angelou once said, <laughs> I don't want no scrub. A scrub is a guy that ain't get no love from me, riding on the passenger side of his best friend's ride, trying to holla at me.
0: I believe it was Prince <laughs> Philip who once said, Mama say, Mama saw, mamakusa. I have that on a pillow. Truer words. Yeah, and you snaps. can buy it at OprahWinfrey.com. <laughs> O.com. <laughs> wow, we're coming out swinging, kids. It's a new year, and we keep reminding ourselves of that every damn day. Welcome to Dear Pod, the comedy advice podcast. I'm your host, several times shamed, Kevin McCarthy.
1: I'm Melissa McCarthy.
0: Oh, we're all the McCarthys. And we're coming to you from the Maha'a bar in the beautiful Pineapple Ranch. Can I hear it? That's how Moth clapped at the Rolling Stones concert.
1: I thought that was balloons popping, and then I just thought it was horses clapping.
0: (laughs) All of the above are correct answers. And you know what else is very correct? Us, damn it! Because this week, like all weeks, we're correctly bringing you the advice articles of Ann Landis and Dear Abby. We're, uh, what are we doing with them? We're, We're bringing them out, we're motivating them to quote all the wrong people. But we're quoting them this week, all weeks. We're reading their articles, damn it. So follow us on your social medias, at Dear official, on your Insta, your Twitter, your face. Check out our website, DearPodOfficial.com. But we'd much more appreciate it if you listen to us on Apple Podcasts, where you can rate, review, and subscribe. We need numbers in the new year, damn it. If you want to see us live, then you got to bump our numbers up, baby. We're coming at your pants list this year. God willing. Email us, dearpartofficial at gmail.com. Send us one of your advice, questions, and we will gladly answer it. <coughs> us two unqualified jackasses on the air. And finally, and most importantly, our Patreon page, patreon.com slash dearpartofficial, where for a mere 3 or $5 a month, you can become a subscriber and get extra special tidbits in your inbox every week, as well as... A birthday shout-out on your birthday. And that is right, we have a Patreon birthday, January 12th, Catherine Carlin. Happy birthday, Catherine.
1: Happy birthday, Catherine.
0: Happy birthday birthday to you. How are you? Are you old? Are you dying inside? Well, happy birthday if you are, damn it. Cat Carlin. Lovely lady, lovely. Do you have anything you want to say to Catherine Carlin? I just said happy birthday. Okay, we'll say it again.
1: Happy birthday. Oh,
0: wow, yeah. that was full of love <laughs> and excitement for Listen, another trip around. Listen, I just put someone
1: else's dog down. It's just that <laughs> type just, of day. I can't.
0: I Can we discuss Eddie <coughs> without naming names or anything? Uh, Patty had the unfortunate experience this week of of being tasked with having to put someone else's dog down. And if I was <laughs> You know how, like, I think it's in Italy, like ye old Italy, where they used to, like, hire mourners to come in and, like, scream and wail? hmm That would be me. I'd be so good at that if that's a gig. I, if uh, you do that for your animal, I will come into a room and I will drop to my knees.
1: Yeah, I didn't, I didn't want that. And luckily, I didn't get that. So or did you I ever just, was... like, not
0: look down the entire time? Were you looking at the ceiling the whole time?
1: No. I, well, like, at the animal?
0: Did you ever? Did you actually like really look when everything was done?
1: I had to put him in the body bag. So oh yeah, okay. <laughs> I did. I kind of had it, to follow the zipper.
0: And it also didn't help that this dog was the size of a small horse. Yeah.
1: Uh. A couple of weeks ago, I had to pick him up, and I was like, "Whoa, Jesus!" It was like picking up, uh, like say like 15 bags of sugar sewn Ooh. together. So you're like, "Whoa, well, well, Jesus!" <laughs> that I don't know.
0: fumbling. So you did leg day.
1: <laughs> you right, right, right? And um, uh, so this was, I mean, different because he was no longer living, so he wasn't really fighting me.
0: So he literally dead weight. Oh well, yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah.
1: Well, it's really difficult. Is that they asked me to do it myself? So then I had to go down. And get an aluminum baseball bat and put him down.
0: Shut up! Oh my god, I was with you for about twenty seconds when I was like, "Wait, what? Wait, He's wait, wait." He's still
1: I'll be right back. I just have to change my shirt. There's a lot of blood.
0: In me. Oh my god! Uh, I can't. You know, I I don't even know if I could joke about it. I would be so well, traumatized.
1: I, I guess it's, I guess I have been abused enough. No, I I guess I've just been. Uh, I had I had a job to do, and I I basically became a mortician that evening i'm so sorry for your loss please please pick out a casket oh my god we have uh, buttercup yellow
0: we have uh which is ironic cuz that was his name
1: <laughs> right well that was his given name
0: but, uh, but you have to tell about this <laughs> there is more than one dog in this house and that the living dog wanted nothing right. to do with what was happening well, this. Actually... this was an at home birth
1: right death, death. sorry <laughs> There was actually two other dogs, and the one that has been with him the longest—his
0: um, ride or die—right.
1: The vet was like, "You might want to have him around, what? so he can, you know, mourn the loss, because if we, you know, he'll need to know the finality of it." I'm like, okay. So during this whole process, they're like, "Come on, come on," and he's like, "Fuck!" Uh, like <laughs> this dog was like, uh, if he could have crawled out of a window and onto the rooftop, he
0: would have. <laughs> <laughs> so, I don't know what the hell is happening in there, but I want nothing yeah, to do. with I don't
1: that. know. There are no treats in that other room, and it smells like death. So he goes up on the stairs. So all said and done, and they go. Uh, one of them goes to comfort him, and he looks at him like. Uh, and then they try, try to pick him up, and he's he jumped like like an Olympic gymnast off of the stairs. And landed. Mary Lurettin down. Yeah, he had landed like I've never I've never seen a dog jump quite like this. He's <laughs> like,
0: fuck off if I'm going there. Like, <laughs> I want nothing to do with <laughs> it.
1: <laughs> no, I no, it's not it's not just a simple kitchen anymore. It's a gas chamber. No, thank you.
0: Riley, do you want to come in here? <laughs> do you do you want to be a part of this? No, no, I'm good. I'm good. Are you sure you don't? want? No, 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 I'm really, I'm fine.
1: In fact, I was on the other side and he had walked over to me like, he like left everyone and came over to me like.
0: With a cigarette dangling out of his mouth.
1: Like, I he just comes so up to like, you he's like, can that's you just
0: fucking believe this?
1: Oh, right. Like, I'm going to go into that room. I'm going to go over here. Yeah.
0: If you need me, I'll be shitting in a corner. He didn't even
1: come. He looked at me and then ca- continued walking. Because both, both of us looked like we had just been through, like, platoon. <laughs> <laughs>
0: because
1: I have been doing this, like, all day back and forth, and then, like, communicating with the vets and everything else. And I'm just like, wow, I didn't even know. I'm like, this is a, I guess this is a new special skill I have on my resume.
0: Wow, put that on it, yeah. You know
1: what? Luckily, I worked at a funeral home, so I think that's where that, you know, business came in. You You'd have to separate so business. you so good
0: at it. You really would. But you didn't have to put a bra on this dog. Right. Like the other.
1: Right. I think it would be good at a funeral home.
0: I think you'd be so good at it. Maybe this is your calling, Patty, because you have that weird, soothing death voice, which oh. is a compliment.
1: And it has resting bitch face, so it's like you don't really want to fuck with me at the same time. Yeah. <gasps> Wait. Did you read about this? There is a... there is a, This is not a, a tangent, tangent. Did you read about the it's woman tangina. that was convicted of... She was, I think, she was sent to jail for like thirty years for selling body parts. She owned a funeral home, and she sold body parts. Wait uh, a like minute on the black market, and without like the families knowing. Well, so first
0: like, of all, you know that we encourage in this country the side hustle. Right. So my hat's off to her.
1: Okay. Well, here's the thing. So they're dead. So they think that they're like burying their their grandma, but their grandma doesn't have a head. She's been selling. Like heads, and arms, and things like that. She sold over like three hundred and sixty body parts.
0: Wait, so she's not selling the insides; she's selling the outsides. Correct. How is that even an option?
1: Don't know. But how who are you do-
0: giving the head to? Who I wants that? Aaron,
1: I don't work there. I you don't have to there.
0: find out. You cannot come to me with a, a story about a woman selling body parts and so not know. She,
1: I think she and her mother or something own this funeral home. I forgot where it is. And um, she was just, it's in orange, New Jersey. Um, <laughs> and she, her side hustle was to sell off these body parts. And there people, the families are like, this is disgusting. I can't fucking believe this. We entrusted you. And then you're like cutting off our grandma's arms and then burying them. I'm like, so my question is, well, what does the outfit look like after you've cut the head off?
0: But is it an open casket?
1: I'm assuming, Aaron, that... They will not they, they didn't after know until the, after.
0: Okay. So. Because
1: they wonder be like, I'm so sorry about your mom. Me too. Who is that?
0: <laughs> Wait a minute. So <laughs> I'm picturing how this works. I remember, I remember works. my
1: mom had a head when we dropped her off, and it seems like it's not
0: here. Yeah. You guys, I don't want to be uh,
1: She looks pain. great, by the way. She, yeah,
0: exactly. The arms look fantastic. <laughs> Does anybody know what happened to her legs?
1: Hey, um so beautiful in here and it smells so great. Yeah. Um, do you guys have a lost and found? Because it seems like <laughs> her legs are missing. And I know we normally don't open up the second half of the coffin, but if we could maybe find them.
0: Hey, hey, sorry about this. Great funeral home, by the way. You guys have been great. Really Stunning. Accommodating the crowds and everything. Okay, so my mother's head wasn't a cantaloupe when we dropped her off. Yeah. I just so, want to say, my
1: my mother was ninety five years old. Correct me if I am wrong. Unless your makeup artist is spot on, is that not a Bratz doll's head? Yeah, because it seems very small for how hey, large my mother was.
0: My mother uh, never really wore a Nixon mask, mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. it's there now. am so gonna kind of take that off.
1: Like, oh oh oh! God, my art bad. Let me go back. Let me go back and see if we have anything. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Great. Thanks. Yeah. Yeah, we couldn't find it. One of her arms
0: is a mop handle and the other one's a stick. Do you have anything back there? Somebody, maybe you put it in a different, her in a different casket. Listen,
1: since our dad is still living, he might know the difference. I know he's older, but. uh, Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I like Beetlejuice too, but I don't think that head. This doesn't really work. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Is that the Sandman head? It's
0: a good wig, though.
1: Good wig. No. Again, orchids are beautiful. (laughs)
0: <laughs> the smell of the lilies fantastic <laughs> what do you I mean clearly she's selling them to people who are these weird ass people who want a human arm that are I think collectors it's like a, I
1: think it's like a science thing let me see if I can pull it up um, but I was like what and of course I'm like fascinated with it
0: because just drive Uber you know if you need some way to make a little extra something on the side
1: I mean for the 30 lar-
0: years
1: A Colorado funeral home operator sentenced for selling body parts without permission.
0: Without permission. Yes. Who is going to be like, yes, take her legs. (laughs) She's not going to need them where she's going.
1: Megan Hess, 46.
0: Oh, her name is Megan.
1: Was sentenced to 20 years in prison with, and her mother, Shirley, 69, was sentenced to 15 years.
0: Cheryl. Oh, it was like a mother-daughter hustle. Right. Okay.
1: They operated Sunset Mesa Funeral Home. In Montrose, a city around 20,000 people in western Colorado stole and sold body parts or bodies from 2010 to 2018. (gasps) In many of the cases, the families were unaware, and others, they specifically declined to donate the remains of their loved ones, according to the U.S. Attorney's Office.
0: How do you do that on the sly? Don't know. I assume you wake first, and then you know when they're like, say your goodbyes, and then they close the casket, and everybody leaves, and then she just goes... <laughs> Did you guys hear a chainsaw when we left?
1: <laughs> oh no, you <laughs> know what? I'm started. sorry. We have um, Sounds of the Orient plane at the end. Oh. Oh, but isn't that like wind chimes? Right. This is um this is the heavy metal track. Yeah. It's supposed to create calming. It's
0: a B-side.
1: Right. <laughs> <laughs> that is nuts.
0: I don't know how I didn't catch that, but that is a very good piece of news this week. Apropos that you should say we're selling off diseased body parts and passing them off for eight years as non-diseased out of the back door of your funeral home. Because this week's theme is a medical theme. We're talking doctors, nurses, growths. Things to be removed, things to be replaced.
1: They sent them through the mail.
0: Oh! Good Uh, for her!
1: This is like one of those, like, you know, breakup schemes. Like, I fucking hate him. I need a head. Send it to Steve's house.
0: <laughs> Give me a human arm with the finger, the middle finger. <laughs> I know it's probably frozen, but this is a perfect time to add stamps.com to your... <laughs> <laughs> oh, straight to
1: hell. You
0: know, whenever I try to send a human arm through the mail, I find that stamps.com really gets it done. And cheap, too. <laughs> You got to have a lot of bubble wrap and a lot of dry ice, kids.
1: And maybe some Glade plug-in or something Yes, like that. So
0: maybe just like, yeah, a little, a little magic tree yeah. on the front of it. Kind of a calling card.
1: Like, I wonder what their, like, business card is. You know, it's always like, thanks for shopping at Sunnyland for all of your crazy nuts. Exactly. Like,
0: it's like, Marie's arms and legs, <laughs> arms at a discount. <laughs> we won't charge you an arm and a leg to send this through the mail. We Come literally on.
1: bent over backwards to get it here. <laughs>
0: We stay ahead of the competition. Am I right, ladies? Am I right? Really, this thing writes itself, is what I'm saying. So, yes, we're talking about medical crap today. Medical oddities, doctors, all this rot. I
1: didn't even plan that.
0: Oh, my God, but it's just... It's, it's perfect timing. Of, it's a
1: lot of medical stuff.
0: This medical is on the brain, you know? I feel like this is that time of year where everybody starts like, oh, maybe I should just get all this doctor crap out of the way. Everybody's, uh, your deductibles have been reset to yeah. zero. All the fun shit.
1: Oh, yes. I mean, I just did some PRP in my in my head. Ooh, in and, your uh, head. Yes. Because, but that's not
0: covered by. Well,
1: because my hair has fallen out again. <gasps> so that's always fun. And uh, I went in. This procedure, they you know, they take your blood, they spin it around town for like half an hour in a Barbie Dream van. and then they put it back in your head. And Norm, they're like, um, "So we're gonna put this cream on to numb you." I'm like, "Oh no, no no I've done this a thousand times. You don't have to. You don't have to numb it because I'm, I'm ready to go." Like, "Are you sure?" I'm like, "Yep, yeah, I've done this a thousand times. Doesn't hurt."
0: Patrick,
1: this man, I don't know where he got these needles. Maybe it was from that woman who sold the body parts. But I was like. <sighs> Oh my- I think I felt a needle in the roof of my mouth. I'm like, it's just really supposed to. It's just the top. It hurts. I mean, I think until like yesterday, and I had this done like two and a half weeks ago. I oh. my, my head hurt so fucking bad. So I hope to Christ on a bike that this thing that you my better hair, have
0: a lush mane. I
1: better look like Crystal Gale in like six.
0: Weeks. <laughs> Looks fantastic. Have you seen him? It's like a horse's mane. So
1: he's like, Yeah. So he goes through all my my stuff. He's like, Oh, well, you're on testosterone therapy. I said, Yeah. He's like, Well, you know, that's why your hair is falling out. I said, What? He's like, Yeah. When you get, you increase your testosterone, your hair falls out. I said,
0: I would think you would do the other thing. Right.
1: He's like, Yeah, you'll probably get it everywhere else. And then, but some people, it falls out of your head. I'm like, What now? What? Great. uh,
0: (laughs) You're like, That would explain this huge. I have a huge bush.
1: (laughs) I just keep cutting it, and Jenna, it comes we're back. talking about Jenna Bush again. Oh, right. Yeah. So, yeah. So, that's where I'm at. Oh,
0: my God. Yeah,
1: lots of hats. Well,
0: first of all, if they offer the drugs, take the drugs. You know
1: what? It was an extra 45 minutes, and I had somewhere else to go. I had to go work out.
0: I have no time. Will you just drill this thing into my skull? Basically. They're needles. Yeah. But they're like, what, millimeters?
1: He's like, it'll be real quick. And I'm like, I... And then I worked out, and then I did like this intense workout, and I thought, like, do you ever jump rope after your, when you're hungover? No! And your, your brain is like, no, 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 no! <laughs> it's just like, it's like this pounding, like your skull just wants to break free of the skin.
0: I once went to a tap class hungover.
1: That sounds... And
0: funny. I have learned that that will never happen. You know what it's like to sweat gin and be like, shuffleboard change, shuffleboard, each leg is 500 pounds?
1: Oh, that's as painful as watching Bernadette Peters sing sooner or later from... she gets on the piano and she does it and she looks you're like waiting for her to fall off the piano and then of course i read the comments and it has happened in concert where she fell off the piano i want that
0: i want that video
1: sorry let's start so
0: i find that when bernadette peters performs i like to watch her fall off the (laughs) (laughs) all right let's do this medical stuff
1: with lips from montrose only lips This is from the Tribune, Scranton, Pennsylvania, January 18th, 1969. Dear Abby, medical science has sure given folks a lot of excuses for their shortcomings. We don't have any more drunks, tyrants, or all-tempered and unreasonable people anymore. They're all, quote-unquote, sick. Same goes for liars. I know a woman who would rather lie than tell the truth, and you know what? I am told to have compassion for her because she's, quote-unquote, sick. So now... Lying is a disease, too? I'd appreciate your comments on this. Signed, Cicero.
0: Lip shits! Uh-uh.
1: <laughs> Dear Cicero, People lie because they feel insecure, inadequate, and inferior. It takes a truly healthy-minded, courageous person to tell the truth, no matter how bad it makes him appear. So since lying is a symptom of a character deficiency, perhaps your friend is sick.
0: She's got chronic asshole disease. First or of all, cat. there's nothing
1: wrong with lying. Okay.
0: <laughs> I, I agree.
1: I mean, listen, when I say that you look thin every time I'm here, is that true or is that false?
0: When I say that you're sexy and all of that working out in PRP is, is, is really serving you right,
1: <laughs> when I say. Does it make
0: you feel better?
1: It's a great size. I...
0: <laughs> when I say you're hung like a bison. Right. Right?
1: Right. What, then I'm like, well, is it like a is it a Pixar bison or is it like a real like bison? And like, then
0: I draw a picture for you, but then it's kind of like a child's drawing of an alien. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Look.
1: I do feel like everything oh no, I everything have everything
0: is a symptom now.
1: Yeah, oh no, I have this now. I have the or it's like oh okay.
0: Yeah, exactly. Or you're an
1: asshole. You're and that a total is not asshole. a disease. Right.
0: Everybody wants to assign themselves something now. Mm-hmm. And especially when it comes to the mental health thing where I'm like, real, because now when all the Real Housewives are like, I suffer from anxiety, and I'm like, no, you're just a bitch, Becky.
1: Here's the thing. You signed up for a reality show.
0: You, you don't created, like how you're being edited. Right.
1: You partially created that. Uh-huh. Uh, you cash the check. And then you signed on for 13 more seasons. So you kind of have it coming. Also, like people who have like terminal illness, never they try they go out of their way to not tell you that they're sick.
0: Absolutely. They're like,
1: I just uh, went to uh, Mount
0: Kilimanjaro. Right.
1: I went to Everest and came back, and then I ran a marathon and whatever. Oh, and I, then I have to go to the hospital for what? Oh, I've got
0: terminal cancer. Yeah, I've got yeah. I have
1: this, this thing. Oh. Yeah. And then the other friends like, I don't need to hear you right now. Like you're, I know you're dying and all, but I'm also dying. Of embarrassment because I wore my underwear on the outside of my shorts. Right? And I
0: have so. embarrassment disease and it's really, I'm really sensitive <laughs> talking about it, but I did start a foundation for it.
1: Yeah. So I'm really sorry. It's about It's called ED,
0: but then, ugh, I mean, that's erectile dysfunction. So we couldn't get the website right. domain, but you know, it's, it's, you know what people bandy about too much is OCD because some of us legitimately have it like no she's like when when especially chicks cuz it's always the chicks that are like i just i have to have everything organized cuz i have ocd and i was like no 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 i wiped until i bled today that's ocd right. you know like
1: no you just like things organized someone who has ocd would like it organized measured cleaned and then cannot leave the house and it's like I should have gone. I'm going to, you know what? Here's the, you go to the party. I'm going to go back. I need to straight. I know that a book is off centered.
0: Yeah. Your OCD is that you put cereals in different plastic bins. My OCD is that I scrubbed my hands today while I cried under a toilet.
1: And counted every cereal. Exactly.
0: And I, and I had to touch a a light fixture 20 times before I could even leave the house. And even then when I left the house, I was like, I should go back and touch that light fixture a little bit more. Yeah.
1: I guess I have a little bit of that. Marx is always like, are you starting a project right now? I'm like, it's just that I found a little bit of dirt in the um, bathroom tile. And then like three hours later, he's like, are you going to go to the gym now?
0: (laughs) And you're like, no, because I'm digging up the tile. (laughs) Now go get me some grout and don't look me in the eyes. But let me touch this thing 20 times. I wish I had the neatness OCD. I do. I wish I don't have the organization OCD. It's not, that's not OCD. That's you just wanting things in a row. Right. OCD is a very different beast.
1: See, like right now you're just saying this and I know that I have left my cabinets in a little bit disarray. <laughs> and,
0: you're just anal. And I'm like,
1: geez, I really should go home. I should go home. Maybe I'll <laughs> we'll just stop now and I'll go home. I'll go home. I'll go home. I'll just, I'll, I know where the Oreos are and I'll just put them standing right back up. Uh-huh. And next to the pretzels, and then I'll come back out here, and then we'll finish the
0: podcast. Okay. Then when you do that, I'm going to go back into the bathroom. I'm going to keep scrubbing my hands, and I'm going to say, "Why don't you love my mother?" Twenty times wow, into the mirror. A- oh no, we'll have to call Moth today and ask her about <laughs> my OCD. Yeah. She was like, "Oh, it's such a pain in the ass." You name it, you blame it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I have an article for you. What is this article from? Oh, I like this one. All right, this one comes from The Reporter. From Fond du Lac, Wisconsin, which sounds Fondulac. delicious. Fondulac. Fond du Lac. June fourth, nineteen ninety-eight. Fondle that. Fondle that. Don't ignore <laughs> those angry moles. Angry what? Moles. Oh no. Uh! Dear Ann Landers, I am one of those millions of people who read your column every day but never thought I would be writing to you. I'm a mother of a son. He flew home for Christmas from Indiana University. <gasps> Is this you, Patty?
1: What is this? Go I
0: you. Go I you.
1: Okay.
0: One night, while washing the dinner dishes, I noticed a mole on his upper inner arm.
1: What? It
0: looked like an angry mole, a mole that had a mind of its own. My husband said, It's nothing. My instinct told me otherwise. After my son returned to school, I remembered a column you printed a while ago about moles that were cancerous. I phoned our son in Indiana and insisted that he see a doctor immediately. Yes, Anne, the mole was cancerous. The nasty kind. My son had quite a bit of skin removed and will follow up with a chest x-ray and a blood test. The doctor seems optimistic. The reason I am writing to you is to thank you. Unknowingly, you gave me the support I needed to trust my instincts. I had no support from my family. There is no way on earth I can thank you enough. Signed, a mother in Stockton, California. Dear Stockton Mom, all moles that have a raised surface, irregular borders, or a change in color, or look angry and active should be seen promptly by a doctor. I pray that your son caught it in time. Meanwhile, to anyone in my reading audience who has such a mole, will you please see a doctor immediately? Preferably a dermatologist. Ian!
1: Where else would you go? Wouldn't you go to a dermatologist?
0: Uh, You'd think, but for some reason, my uncle has an angry mole, and it's right by his eye, and it's large. And for some reason, he he hates doctors. Everybody in my family, they could bleed from the eyeballs. They will not go to a doctor. They're like, it's fine. I'll just put some cream on it. It's good. And so finally, my mother was like, you got to go see a doctor about your skin to my uncle. And he went to an eye doctor. He went to an eye doctor for a mole.
1: Well, I guess he probably figured that it's on his eye.
0: It's not on the eyeball. Huh. It's on, it's near his eye. It's very large. <laughs> I was like, head. how do you drive with that thing? <laughs> I just...
1: Oh, he drives.
0: Oh, oh. he dri- Yeah, you shouldn't. Yeah, did I mention that he's also legally blind?
1: <laughs> well, probably because of that mole.
0: Yeah, Exactly. And it took him forever to get LASIK surgery, which I'm sure if my family could figure out how to do that on their own, they would.
1: Wait, he got LASIK, but he won't remove the third eye?
0: No. Still out there. Oh, it's still hanging out. Yeah, paying no, rent. LASIK, so he had cataract surgery. He had, uh... No, I... Oh, I think he did have cataract surgery. one of those things. Basically, his eyes were clouding over. <laughs> like that guy from uh, Big Trouble in Little China. Milky Eye. And, uh... So huh. he had the cataract surgery, but you but know how wouldn't. long it took legally. Like legally, he should not have been behind the wheel of a car. That's good to know. And his car had two hundred and fifty thousand miles on it. All of this is a danger to society.
1: He didn't know that because he couldn't see it.
0: No, exactly. How could you know? Did he, know? Get in like, did he like crash the car or something? That's when he fell asleep behind the wheel a little, oh. but he didn't crash.
1: Does he? St- is this man still on the road?
0: The idea—it's like Mr. Magoo.
1: See, these people are behind the wheel. This is why you have to, as my dad used to say, be aware. Be alert. Defensive driving. Wanda School of Driving.
0: And, oh, Wanda Greer. El Wanda, Wanda Greer. Greer taught you. You better have eyeballs in the back of your head. Now drive me to Kmart. I want to pick up something I put all there you on layaway. You
1: want I'll buy you fries, but your dad's going to pay me back. But well,
0: we're going to have to drive through the Arby's. I'm going to teach you how to do a drive-through.
1: You know, I can't put my seatbelt on because that hole in my back.
0: Um, (laughs) It oozes And
1: all I'm like is 10 and 2 10 and 2 (laughs) I need to get off of this Fucking highway
0: Patrick why are you gripping Your teeth so tight I'm fine
1: (laughs) Okay so so I have another one From the Shreveport Journal Shreveport, Louisiana November 24th, 1958 Dear Abby The woman who signed herself insulted because every doctor, dentist, and eye doctor tries to take advantage of her is typical of the neurotic, frustrated female who runs from doctor to doctor seeking attention other than medical. My husband is a doctor, and he wouldn't touch a female patient unless his office nurse was standing beside him as a witness to his ethical behavior. He's worked too hard to risk his professional reputation on one of these everybody is mad at me type of women. Thanks for letting me get this off my chest, Abby. Signed, Doctor's Wife.
0: Speaking of chest, uh, I'm a B cup.
1: <laughs> Thanks for sed- settling s- insulted straight. Uh, every doctor has had to treat women patients who Im- imagine his interest in them is more than professional. What wishful thinking. Those women ought to take a man along to protect the doctor.
0: Oh, you found it. Sure. <laughs> that works.
1: I don't. Is this like one of those like Michael Jackson doctors where it's like I need to go to this doctor get more and then I'll go to that doctor and then just keep them all apart so I uh, don't know that I'm overdosing.
0: Oh, exactly. That's like sh- um, what was that? What was that um, show on Hulu? Dope Sick. Yeah, great show. If you haven't seen it, by haven't the way, seen it, so op- haunting and true story. Obviously about you know people trying to get oxy from different doctors and then a doctor himself who was writing himself scripts for it because he mm-hmm. got addicted to it and then he. Uh, people called him out on it. He would go from doctor to doctor. This is more about nobody wants to be me too. right? But now at this point, like when a doctor comes in the office, there's like an entourage. There's like backup singers. Right. There's dancers. He's like, I'm gonna, I'm curtain. gonna,
1: I'm gonna be over here behind this glass. If you could just spread your legs for me, I'm not gonna touch anything.
0: Yeah. Hey, buddy. Eyes up here. Eyes down there.
1: <laughs> wait. I don't know. Wait. But I'm a of, I don't. I
0: can't uh, yeah You look me
1: in the eye and like I could, but then I won't know oh, all right.
0: Yeah, at this I, first of all I would never want a male gynecologist. I'd be like, hey, hey, hey,
1: hey. Even if he's gay, like work girl! <laughs> oh my god,
0: you make me feel so good about myself. <laughs> oh my god, it's like Diana
1: Ross is in here.
0: <laughs> but then it could go the other way where you're like where he's like, put your feet in the stirrups. Ew, it's disgusting. Oh, I hate these. I things. was a gold
1: star in McCain until I became a gynecologist.
0: <laughs> It's like, I just don't even want to touch it with my hands, you oh, yeah. know? Oh, do you have a
1: ham sandwich stuck in here?
0: Gross. Jesus, roast beef curtains much, <laughs> Becky? Dab. Disgusting.
1: Is that a bedazzling gone wrong? Is that a badone?
0: <laughs> I'm so glad to see you put the glitter spray on for me today.
1: That's great. Dang. Why don't you pat something through it?
0: That's disgusting. But you, when you, especially when you're a female, there's a lot of, well, I have a female doctor. Female doctor. Everybody, I think. I, I think I have only all females. That you have all females. No, I have a male podiatrist. That's, come on. That's He's tough. the one who told me I have Raynaud's disease. Renee? Renee Angelil's disease, which is off the charts now because we're in the cold months. Forget about it. There's huh? no blood going to my fingers anymore. I'm so sorry about Renee. Renee! But when you go to, well, well, you kind of go to the specialty doctors. Don't they bring in like five other doctors with them now? Hmm.
1: Well, when I had, um, uh, when I had a specialty doctor, uh, he's there, he's, um, my my pelvic floor doctor. Oh. It's just him, because if you've ever seen the videos of a horse getting fisted, that's basically what happens. Wait, what? Sometimes when you- This is what
0: Julesy went through
1: too. Sometimes when you go to a pelvic floor specialist, they have to go internal- Inside of external, okay. So internal, don't threaten me with a good so time. Internal means they shove their fist in a thing of boy butter, light a candle, turn on some Celine Dion, and yeah. go to town and reset your floor. On the floor,
0: reset they your gotta, floor. I got
1: to push my floor into. <laughs> They got to. They have to retile my floor.
0: There's a YouTube tutorial girl who's like. Sometimes I go, today I'm gonna be reflooring my pelvic floor.
1: This is my husband Bill. He doesn't really know right now, but what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna retile his inside uh, pelvic floor. So here's what you're gonna need. First, you you're wanna
0: gonna... start with a, a heavy stain. <laughs> to stop a heavy stain.
1: So then I have I have uh, another doctor, and he only examines me privately. So. Um, So you
0: only ever have a one-on-one experience. Then what doctors am I going to that are bringing in the boy band? I don't know. know. (laughs) You're like, you guys have to check this out. Let's just tell her that we have to bring this many doctors in, but you have to see what's going on in there. I hate that game. But you know what game I do like? The game of Operation. And this article from the Pittsburgh Post-Gazette. Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, you know it. Metal country, July 12, 1978. Pains get head start. Dear Anne, I have spent a fortune on doctors and they still can't find anything wrong with me. Finally, I came to this world-famous hospital in Boston for a complete checkup. Now I am furious. I've been here for three days and have had every part of me looked into, up, and through. The final consultation took one hour. The doctor reviewed my x-rays and medical history going back eight years. He ended the consultation by saying, You're in good physical condition. Go home and find something to keep yourself busy. In other words, he is saying I am nuts. That all my headaches and stomach pains are imaginary. This burns me up. Why, when the doctors can't determine the cause of the problem, do they always intimate that the trouble is in the patient's head? I am not the only person who has had this experience, and it's maddening. Will you please give me some explanation? Signed, they muffed it in mass. (laughs) Dear muffed, your name is Legion, and I know you will. You will go from doctor to doctor until someone sells you an operation. Then you will complain about your adhesions. I'm sure your aches and pains are real. You feel them and they hurt. If there is no organic reason for the discomfort, this means you have emotional problems which are causing tension. Tension and stress can create pain. A lot of it. If your doctor did not get the message across to you, he should have. Some people reject any suggestion that they have emotional problems. They would much rather have an operation or be given the name of an illness and avoid the stigma of not coping. I wish more physicians would get this notion across to their patients in plain, ordinary, two-bit language. And it would be very useful if they suggested counseling to their overwrought, anxiety-ridden patients who need to ventilate their frustrations and fears. And
1: that was a lot. That was a lot. I feel like a lot of people just want to have some kind of diagnosis to make themselves feel important. Absolutely. I know that's a terrible thing to say.
0: Important. Yes. No, but that's why uh, Munchausen's exists.
1: You know, it's like, you know, everyone that craves some, not everyone, a lot of people crave attention and the worst way absolutely and it's like, well maybe you should actually talk to the person that's going through this
0: to see if that's really what you want right but it's the same reason it's like when, when this is weird because this but, isn't
1: uh, dying young you know this isn't a movie so if you if you really want what he has and experience what that is you're not powder day. you
0: right. know be careful what you wish for right uh, yeah It's it's an attention getting thing, but it's like when you were a kid and every like one person broke their arm and you were like, oh, I want a cast. Yeah, and then you go out and just try to like fall off a building so you can break an arm.
1: Yeah, and then you just like land on a picket fence and your asshole, and you're like, that's not what. I And now for the
0: rest of my life, I I shit into a bag. Right. Yeah, I did not plan this at all. No. Like even when you, I don't know, were you like this in elementary school when people started getting braces, you were like, I gotta get braces.
1: No. And then I got (laughs) braces, and I was like, this
0: is just. Eating I wore mustard. headgear to school one day. That's- <laughs> Cause I thought it was cool. No one thought that was
1: cool. I you had fucking head. Fucking
0: I don't nuts. know anything. Have I ever been trendy? Has anything about me ever been like, yeah, she's on top of it. She's- I
1: don't know. I don't know you very well. You should know.
0: Okay. I'm just you watching. Go your back husband. in time.
1: Play with his cucumber right now. I just watched him shave it, and now he's taking a knife. He's circumcising. Look, let's just be thankful that he shaved it. Stop (laughs) narrating, dude. Mmm, Jim. Oh,
0: ew! (laughs) (laughs)
1: And
0: the clipping just relaxed. That that video of uh,
1: Celine Dion when she's just doing that into a microphone. (gasps) Everyone's like the the caption is like, when you have a too hot hot pocket in your mouth.
0: (laughs) <laughs> ASMR, Celine Dion. I, I use that to go to sleep at night. I just watched Titanic
1: last night, the off-Broadway show.
0: Oh, how was it?
1: Oh my god, that was so fucking. I was. I think I laughed for an entire
0: ninety minutes. Nice. I gotta check that shiz out. Put that. Oh, oh no. Oh, I closed something. Oh, ah, crap. Oh, fuck. Um. Anywho, going back to the topic at hand. Yes. Doctors. Uh, People who give... Doctors who give the the diagnosis of there's something in your head. There is something to that, though. Like, there's the people who... There's the ambulance chasey type people, which I know I've, I've experienced. And it's like, you just don't have anything to concern yourself with. So you develop, like, Munchausen's. Mm-hmm. And there's actually a, a gal that Moth knows that had Munchausen's by proxy, where it was like she was convinced something ro- was wrong with her kid. Mm-hmm. So she would do it to her kid. She'd bring her to all these different doctors. And she was doing it to try to be like... You've got it, you have like she would harangue them until they would perform like a cat scan or an operation, like they wanted to give her an operation. And there everything they did, they ch- no, and honestly, like that's the only good thing about shitty insurance in, in America is that it takes a lot to get cleared on all this stuff. Yeah, that what insurance is going to be like, yeah, you just want some casual cat scan stuff. Well, it's
1: like that one show with uh, uh, what's her name? Not Rosanna Arquette, the other Patricia Arquette, where One of the she had she had this daughter, and she kept telling her daughter that she had cancer and all this stuff. Yeah, and then the daughter ended up killing her.
0: Oh, oh, I didn't see that twist yeah. coming. Because but it makes the sense. the daughter
1: found out that she wasn't sick for the, like her entire sixteen years of life.
0: Oh, that's so creepy. But it exists. That stuff happens. Yeah. However, comma, there's the other side of things where my Julesy went to uh, a urologist, and he he was having a, you know. Urology issues, and this guy, there is this, there's, it's relaxing, it's vanilla, it comes Mm -hmm. from Bath and Body Works, and he basically said to him, he, he sort of like didn't believe him, and he's like, you're just really nervous, you're just like an anxious guy. Cut to my Jules, he ended up getting an impacted kidney stone, and it backed up, and he started to go into septic shock. Have I ever told you about this? No, it was not so. This was, oh, this was a few years ago. And so he went to the hospital and I get there, and his like fever was so high, and he was in some sort of like side, because it was like, of course, an overrun hospital. Mm-hmm. And you would go to touch him and you could feel the heat coming off of him. And then I Shirley McLean the shit out of this thing. As soon as I showed up, I go up to I was like, get out, Doctor! Get out! A- like I was yelling in the ER so they get him in because finally they come over they're like whatever he's oh he's hot he's hot so they get him in
1: yeah like he's very good looking anyway
0: <laughs> yes he is he works out okay and he's really been working on his chest so you should
1: see what he does to a cucumber anyway yeah
0: let me <laughs> it's slow and it's <laughs> deliberate and it's hot and it's sexy <laughs> And And
1: when he finishes, he just keeps it in there. It's pretty delicious. Yeah. Yeah. He just keeps the car running inside the garage. It's pretty
0: amazing. Yeah.
1: Until Until he's ready to go again.
0: But I've said too much. (laughs) Anyway, get him into the ER. So he gets this thing removed and he's now recovering. He was in the hospital for like a week on antibiotics. And it was because this fucking doctor dismissed him summarily and said, what you have is anxiety before ruling out all of the other physical stuff. That's brutal. And so I got on the phone with his doctor and it felt so delicious. I you know what I was I was this Dorothy's is born mother. act. <laughs> I'd have to do her voice though and I'm I'm a method actor. I'd be like okay. Listen to me, you little son of a So I Dorothy's born act in that episode where she tells off the doctor. Which one? Chronic fatigue syndrome. Mm. She has chronic fatigue, and she was like, I wish a better doctor for anybody. If I, and if you ever get sick and scared, I wish a better doctor than you were to me. And I got intense, and I told this guy off. And correct me if I'm wrong, Julesy, you are turned on too. Yeah, see, he's he's, he's fondling wet. his cucumber yeah. while I'm asking and him this question. And he's eating it, which I is know, really which is, impressive. It's, <laughs> he's flexible. Oh, mm. <laughs> so yes i read him for filth some doctors are too fast like you have to rule out all the physical stuff before you can go
1: you need a doctor with a slow hand you need a doctor with with an an easy easy touch
0: touch. you need a man who goes in the back door and relaxes your pelvic floor Mm. but i've said too much anyway it's Time for, Instagram, for Instagram, mail, Instagram mail, Instagram mail. I chose a key All that was too I high on a Saturday morning. An and and your pelvic floor and a, and chance, a chance to, to reset your you. floor.
1: Give me a job and you instantly get me involved. What those in post lyrics mean doesn't make sense. Do anyway, Give me a, me a job and I'm the rest for. of
0: the crap. Will get solved because I rely on you for my happiness and reassurance that I'm a good person. I Only, was a if dancing Only if I'm working. Only oh, if I'm working. That gives me anxiety. But that's okay because another doctor can surmise that I have that. Alright, it is Instagram mail. Instagram mail time, right? Yes, that's correct? correct? Okay, just double checking. I had a mild stroke, yes, but that's, that's fine. fine. I will call a doctor about that later. All right, we have one Instagram mail question. Please email us, official at gmail.com, or slide into our DMs and send us a question. Damn it, we haven't heard from you people in a while, so please keep sliding in and well, resetting we the pelvic floor That's of why our we DMs.
1: Are. That's why we are. Oh, wait. Right. Oh,
0: well, I mean, just like heard from in a general sort of reviewy right. way. Right, right, we got right. some really good reviews in December, by the way, people. So, um, so let's just tell
1: all of your friends
0: tell all of your friends, friends, faculty,
1: and then go on the friends websites. (laughs) Yes.
0: And post on the friends, Reddit (laughs) boards. (laughs) It's a really niche market, but we're aiming for them. All right. We have an Instagram mail question. Hit me.
1: Dear Abby, my husband recently decided he doesn't want to wear underwear and would like to sleep in the nude. I'm not on board with both of these things. Number one, He just turned 63. Number two, he dribbles a lot after he pees. And three, he passes gas in his sleep, and I worry something else might come out and won't be stopped by his pajamas moving forward.
0: Pajamas?
1: How do I put a cork in both of these new ideas of his? Signed, no thank you. Dear no, while you can't teach a dog new tricks, you can put a diaper on it. I blame the man cave on this one. A cave for men to go back to primal times and letting all those disgusting things hang out. A tad messier than a she shed, for sure. His new fondness for Anna well while commendable for his own acceptance, poses a serious skid mark problem. Ugh. It won't take long until you discover some chocolate ombre on the new sofa or a newfound <laughs> chocolate disgusting. on your pillow at night. <laughs> Men need visuals, and as soon as he can see his newfound ball freedom comes at a cost, he'll be reaching for the BVDs, as soon as you can say, chocolate fondue for one. Don't clip his wings just yet. Let him see his own shitstorm for himself.
0: Abby. Wow. That was layered. That was a lot of a lot of, talk of chocolate, which right. I usually eat at least one piece a day because I need Not chocolate. Not today. And you have ruined it. You have ruined fondue for me. Congratulations. Fondue
1: for me, fondue for you. And
0: a chocolate fountain, which was never a good idea to begin with. No. Oh, thank you, COVID, for at least getting rid of that. All right. (laughs) Here is Anne's answer to no thank you. Dear no, like I told my Jules when he wanted to have sexy, sexy time after $2 taco night, absolutely not. (laughs) When it comes to sleeping, I am a never nude. I always need a solid layer of lead between my butt cheeks and our Sterns and Foster pillow top with adjustable base. I can't imagine how many quality mattresses have been ruined by skid marks from people just like your husband who insist that sleeping nude is the way to go. Hit your husband with facts like a scared straight program. The average person spends 26 years of their life sleeping. That's 26 years of skin cells and sweat. The average mattress can have up to 10 million dust mites in it. Ready for this fact that will haunt you for the rest of your life? The average mattress gains weight due to the accumulation of body fluids. And if he's anything like my jewels, he drools like a St. Bernard. Human drool leaves mold and mildew on mattresses and pillows. Sleep with pets? Animals leave behind zoonosis, which is something I didn't even bother to look up because I don't want to burn down my house. If these facts don't make your husband want to sleep hanging upside down like a bat or at the very least put a thick layer of material between his disgusting body and your tempopedic, I don't know what will. Good luck, you hideous son of a bitch. And happy sleeping like ever again. And.
1: So do you wash your pillows? Because I know people that wash everything.
0: Um, to quote a fabulous comic named Tom Papa, our pillows look like a World War II bandage. We need.
1: I know exactly what you're talking
0: about. Yes. It's a very specific visual that is so precise. It's (laughs) almost
1: like, uh, they must've cleaned up the accident with that pillow. Yeah. Type thing.
0: Or I drank coffee and I just kept dropping it, dropping it, and dropping mm-hmm. it on my pillow. I don't pillows.
1: remember having whiskey last night, but apparently my pillow
0: does. Yeah. And it, lots of bourbon. Right. Everything is brown stained. And, and it's
1: large. It's as if like, it, it it's like the, those people that do the, at the at-home art projects where it's like, we're just going to drip a little piece of paint on here and it spreads. Exactly. <laughs> right. And also, I believe when you bought the pillow, the pillow was white and now it's just this weird tea-stained on top of the other stains. Yeah, so everything looks like
0: parchment. Like, yeah. Can I, do you
1: have a vintage pillow? No, <laughs> you pig, I don't.
0: <laughs> I would rather have a vintage pillow and just start there so I feel a little less bad about it's what i my It's a little lumpy, don't face.
1: you think? Well it's half hay, so yes.
0: Yeah, yeah. And the other half is rice. Right. <laughs> And human body parts that we got from Montrose. Yeah, that's fine. It's
1: good for your neck because that's actually someone else's neck.
0: <laughs> relaxing on this neck. This neck is so relaxing. My God.
1: I wish I could get one for my
0: own. This neck feels, my In neck fact, feel good. Can. When I read about, it adds, Ted, your mattress can gain weight because of the shit that it is absorbing from you, which is why I never... Understood the appeal of the tempur mattress.
1: Which is what I own, but I have a thing on top of it.
0: I, still, it's the absorption factor. And well, I I, I'm so uncomfortable on it. I don't know if it's, like, meant for my body. Like, like I just picture getting in a tempur pillow if I, it must be the most painful. You well, break somebody's it is. face.
1: It, I have... We both have tempur pillows.
0: So you um, have tempur pillow fights? Yeah. like uh
1: if listen, you want to kill I'm gonna, I'm somebody. Gonna, I'm going to have to tap out. Would you freeze this first?
0: <laughs> this is a sorority death movie. <laughs> this is,
1: what oh. happened to Becky? Well, we had a tempur pillow also, fight. Say like, no more.
0: How does the sexy, sexy time work on a tempur when you get stuck in there? All right, you go doggy style. Sink. Sink. I, listen. Like the La uh, Tar Pits. just. <laughs>
1: <laughs> this isn't like quicksand. It's it's a we have a firm Tempur Pedic, so she's firm. So it's so don't, she supports you. don't, you. You don't really sink. She does support me, and I support her financially. But they sold this thing that goes on top of it because, like, well, in case like you're a heavy sweater or whatever. I'm like, oh, basically because we're two men buying a mattress because there's going to be some shit all over the place, literally, figuratively, and everything else. We'll take the pad.
0: (laughs) We'll take five. Thanks.
1: (laughs) So the pad comes, and I'm like, is this like one of those plastic things where every time I roll over, I'm going to think that I'm in the hospital?
0: Oh, yes!
1: No, the answer is no. They've improved them, so you can save the life of your mattress and improve it, and it seals off everything. Also, because it's like a bed bug barrier, too.
0: Well, because you live in New York.
1: Right, but...
0: The amount of mattresses I've but seen in this corners. But that thing, I
1: mean, that gives the Band-Aid pillow a run for its money. Because I'm like, maybe we should, should we wash this or should, should we,
0: we? Burn it. I mean, I feel like, I, look, I am the only one that washes our bedding, FYI. Same. Yeah. Like, Julesy's never, it's never even a thought that I'm like, you know, once a week we got to clean this stuff.
1: Yeah. And the thing is, since I have Rogaine and propetia everything else that's in my head to keep everything here. Oh
0: my God, the grease factor.
1: It, my sheets and my pillows are two different. They are not of relation. (laughs) Soul glow. We are not of relation.
0: Uh,
1: It is, and like, I, I, God bless Shout, but Shout is no match for whatever the fuck is falling off of my head. Yeah. Because I will, I will soak this thing in that. (laughs) And it'll come back out, and it's like, gotcha. We're not clean. So what <laughs> even I even OxyClean
0: do- looks at it, and it's like, this is this is I no match I'm gonna
1: have to. I'm I gonna have should to-
0: stretch first.
1: <laughs> I'm gonna need to. If you guys could just clear out of here. Just uh, give me a minute. Uh, I gotta
0: meditate.
1: If you guys get the body bag and the scissors for the hair. <laughs> uh, so I actually have to dip my pillowcases in OxyClean for a couple hours for it to just get to base level camp.
0: Well, and Jules, same, because when he goes on in the show, and he doesn't wash his body like a normal human. Sure. So he's still got, like, grease paint on him. So you can tell who he's been on for the night before, mm-hmm. depending on what the color of his pillow is the next day. So
1: if he ever cheated on you, you'd go to the girl's house. I want to see you, Betty, now!
0: Oh, I like that you say girl. No. <laughs> Son of a- all right, kids, let's land this plane. What do you say? Is it time for a little drinky-poo? Because that yes. smells fantastic, can't doesn't smell it? I can You probably have COVID. Oh, fine. I still haven't had it yet, and I feel like, pfft, I got to catch up. People have had it like three, four times. I haven't even had I've it seen once. Th-
1: I've seen Titanic 17 times. I haven't even seen it on Blu-ray. Uh,
0: Blu-ray? <laughs> All right, kids, it's time. Are you ready? Yes. It's Time. Oh! Specialty Cocktail Specialty, cocktail, specialty drink. drink
1: Don't drink it bad because we Don't can't get the stain wash on. my
0: pillows, burn my pillow I'm ready to burn the whole house down now After all this talk of disgusting mattresses, disgusting human conditions, skin cells, people with angry moles and whatnot I think it's time to really clear the palate What do you say? Speaking of medical, let's ruin our livers with this week's Specialty Cocktail Which is Nurse just take nurse! a nurse! Just take a sip of this cocktail three times a day, then call James Jules Ferris in the morning. Ooh, this is interesting. Here are the ingredients it's only two things. Three ounces of Noali Pratt dry vermouth and one ounce club soda. Here's what you want to do. Build in a chilled wine glass filled with ice, and garnished with a cucumber wheel, Which, you know, Jules has been massaging for the past hour I'll say This is gonna be a salty drink
1: Jesus, sweat so oh,
0: Goddamn It's <laughs> like here Here are the tasting notes If you've ever had to stay at a hospital It comes as no surprise that the hardest person to find is your doctor But I'll give you one guess who is there 24-7 to help you with your every need That's right This week we raise a glass to the doctor's underpaid, overworked, overstressed superhero This drink was created by Jim Meehan, the founder of PDT in New York City. He says he dubbed this aperitif the nurse, thanks to its restorative qualities, for a hangover he woke up with after visiting Noali Pratt's production facility in Marseille, France, in 2015. Could you make this any more difficult for me? My God, there's words in here I've never read before. And check out the cucumber garnish that is added to enhance the botanicals and lend some melony notes to the drink. Cheers to you women and men in white or blue or whatever color scrubs that you walk around those great halls in every day. Thank you for not taking my temperature the way my mother always took it when I was sick as a kid. That is just not right. And here is the nurse, ladies and gentlemen. Did your mother really take your, your temperature up your bum? Oh, that's disgusting. I don't think Fun don't fact, know. you never had to do that ever to begin with. Your mother just chose to try it out. She's like, let's see if this works. All right, here we go. Here's some the nurse. people are
1: also anti-Q-tips, which my mom used to clean my ears with.
0: Oh, I know. We're, we're not supposed to use the Q.
1: Well, it's not going to happen. You do it all the time.
0: Oh. Oh, funky.
1: <laughs> Is this some kind of...
0: I kid you not, it does taste a little lychee at the end. It's a... It's a
1: it's a thirteen year old. I just tasted thirteen year old.
0: Oh. Who's he? I don't know. I never asked for him. Well, that's how you get canceled before you get scheduled. Yeah.
1: Don't get the cookies and don't ask for the iced tea.
0: <laughs> I here's the thing with me. It's very, very icy. He's filled a glass with ice. It's very, very cucumbery when you bring it up to your face. It's very, very soda-y and light, which makes me want to drink it more, but it has the aftertaste of a woman who comes in. And slaps you in the D. What's
1: weird is it. It, it, it just tastes like that's dry
0: vermouth. It's a little bit more club soda forward, but it's it, there's a more dry vermouth in here. It
1: says, but it's, he does say build in a chilled wine glass filled with ice. But if you look at the picture, yeah, there's no ice in the picture.
0: Hmm. Or maybe you build it, and they, but I like it like this. I want something icy. Yeah, I like that. But it's it's also we have to remember it's an aperitif. It's, a it's not like you're gonna be drinking like five of these things to get hammered. It's dry vermouth, so yeah. it's like it's like that time I drank a bottle of triple sec when I was in high school. That's gross. It was disgusting. Oh, triple,
1: triple sec. sec. Triple that
0: moment of my life has ruined cosmopolitans for me forever.
1: I love when a cosmopolitan. I first of all, I am like yes, I'm that faggot. I did. I just people always look at me yeah. like, did you just order a cosmopolitan? I'm like.
0: Yeah, they didn't did. have any lemon drops, okay? Yeah,
1: yeah, I did. Why? Because yeah. I like it. I fucking like it. It's Listen, fine. Listen, Natty Light, shut up and take your truly and go fuck yourself with it. <laughs> I'm going to drink this. I'm going to get shit-faced after four. And if it comes back bright red, I'm going to send it right back.
0: Cause... Absolutely.
1: Oh, that reminds me. It's so the other night, Marks and I went out for drinks. And uh, we went... One night, we met this bartender. It's like young. This is a new bar. We're like, great. So we come back in. And... um you know, Marx is now built like a Chippendales dancer, and he's got this long, luscious hair. And obviously, I just told you my hair's falling out. Oh, and I'm 109 years old, and um, <laughs> and this, the bartender's like, he's like 17, 18, 16, 13, 12, 12 and a half. Uh-huh, he's uh-huh. like, does anyone? I'm sure you get this a lot. Does anyone ever tell you you kind of look like Jake Gyllenhaal? And Marx is like, yeah, sometimes I get that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you really do. I mean, he's really cute. He's really cute. Whoa. And then he looks at me. Oh no, no no, like, no,
0: no, no, no. Then
1: it's like I just I just heard it. No, no, no. Like the oh I gotta dress this one too. Oh, and you know who you look like? I'm like, we don't have to do this. This
0: is fine. I'm this fine. is fine.
1: I said, I get my sister a lot. That's what I look
0: Renee like. Renee Angel. Yeah. And he's like,
1: No, 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 You look like, um you look like and it uh, immediately it was like that scene in Death Becomes Her where uh Meryl Streep goes to the guy that she's having an affair with. And he's like, are you alone? No, it's my, um, mm. she's like, oh, well, at least lie quickly. <laughs> so basically,
0: that's what I was like.
1: He did not He was like, you look like the guy from like, mm-mm. I'm like, who is it?
0: Spit it out, he's queen. Like, oh, that
1: guy from that, that boy band. I'm like, which one? Um, I think it's in sync. Really? Which one? Because there's only one good looking one in the group. So, Let's just prepare me for what this is. You better get your
0: your dartboard ready. I said,
1: if you say Lance Bass, I'm jumping across this fucking bar. (laughs) And I said, because the other one is big. The other one is also big with weird dreads with twisty ties in it.
0: Is this Joey Fatone who's in that band? Yes. Oh, no. And I said, so it's down
1: to Justin Timberlake or J.C. Chavez. And you better say it's J.C. And he's like, oh, and so he's like scrolling, scrolling. Mm, no, not that. And I said, well, I certainly don't look like Justin Timberlake who sold Janet Jackson down the road. Any, Anyway. He's like, <laughs> You're oh, so well,
0: maybe. sensitive about
1: that <laughs> And he's like, oh, maybe it's the other band. I said, what other band? <laughs> and he's like, maybe it's the Backstreet Boys. I'm like, well, then you better think quick, asshole, because there's only one good looking one in that one, too. <laughs> and I said, so there's the guy with the weird facial hair. There's Nick Cannon or Nick. Oh,
0: Nick Cannon's a Backstreet Boy. What's Boys? the other
1: Nick? Nick, whatever. No, we just gave birth
0: Nick, to all the Backstreet
1: Boys. Right, Nick, the other one.
0: Oh, Nick, no, Nick Kat Carter. Carter, right? Yes, so there's okay. Nick
1: Carter. Obviously, they don't look like Kim, the guy with the weird facial hair. Um. Uh. Uh, so you they're all
0: the same boys
1: the, there's a Hispanic guy which clearly I don't look like and then there's the chiseled guy and then the guy that had like an open heart surgery or whatever
0: and then he's like Jordan from New Kids on the Block
1: <laughs> he's like jumping he's like so he's like oh I think it's this one and I don't even know who th- I didn't even know this guy was in the band I'm like I thought was he not a crew guy
0: he's like he's the manager and he's
1: like this guy and I look at it and I'm like and I look at Marcus and I'm like this is unfucking believable. He's like, or maybe it's in like, we've had enough.
0: We've had enough.
1: We are, first of all, we're in a, not a good genre right now.
0: I'll have a vodka tonic. Get away from my table.
1: <laughs> I will not be paying for any of the drinks this evening. And I need you to leave. Genre. He's like, maybe it's 98 degrees. I'm like, again, which one? Because there's only one.
0: There's and only it's, ever one good-looking one. And it seems like one.
1: I'm neither of them. If you just want to sleep with my husband, just say it. We don't have to play this game of, like, I look like someone from The Dark Crystal. Fuck off. He's like, oh, no, because last time you had a hat on, and now you don't. I'm like, I'm not in the witness protection. Skeksis industry. or mystics.
0: Skexies are <laughs> mystics. Either way, they suck.
1: I'm like, great. He's on cloud nine, and I'm calling Dr. Gavorkian, <laughs> Fucking asshole.
0: And all the plastic surgeons Jesus in the state Christ. of New York. You asshole.
1: Lie quickly. Anybody, pick one hot person that pops into your head.
0: Why isn't anybody ready? Do you know
1: who Hume Cronin is? Fuck off, (laughs) Timmy. Get me another drink for free. This episode of DeerPod is mixed and edited by Jim Ferris and is a property of Pineapple Ranch Productions.